The Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the biggest bands around the world from the trad scene and the band scene, including Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton and their current world champions in Vararian District. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are yous? And yes, you've guessed by the title of this week's episode, finally, I think it's just, what, like two or three weeks after the Worlds, we're actually giving you our Worlds Reaction podcast. So, joining us around the table, if you'd like to introduce yourselves, guys, just the usual crew. Scott Cunningham, Tully Lagan, PayPal. Yes, sir. Andrew Shilley. Tully Lagan. You. Alicia Dixon-Hamilton. Just a wee drum major. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron McElwain, Klaus Kelt. Grant. So if you haven't listened to our World's Prediction podcast, then this podcast may not make a pile of sense because we are going to be referring to our previous one where we might have got stuff right and we might have definitely got it wrong. I don't know. But you had a lot of very smirked faces around the table because we got so right. Can we say just straight off the back, before we get into talking about the worlds themselves, a couple of promotions that I got a bit of a rap on the knuckles for not mentioning. Uh, so shout out to the guys at Rhythm Monster. We have a promotion code with them that gives you 10% off uh, your yearly or yeah, annual or monthly subscription. Just use the promo code BigRabMonster. So when you're signing up, you get money off. Not bad. Also, if you're interested in learning pipes online, head to the Pipers Dojo or more so. What's the web address then, Aaron? I think it's BigRabShow.com, isn't it? com. Yeah, forward slash dojo. And you get our Piper's Dojo special offer where you get 30 days of premium dojo membership. Take it for a test drive, see if you like it. If not, fair enough. But if so, then sign up and enjoy the rest of it. Grant, that's it for the domestics. Uh, also, we have had some listener mail as well sent to us at bigrabshow at gmail.com. A lot of people were kind of laughing at our predictions. <laughs> some people saying you were Bob on. Some people saying, uh, what are you all drinking? And we weren't drinking anything, to be honest. So there you go. Uh, But the world is now behind us, so we can't really talk about our predictions. But let's talk worlds. Now, we have a couple of world champions at the table. Woohoo! I have to say, guys, congratulations, Scott and Andrew, both from Tully Lagan. We did give you a bit of a mention on the podcast, saying that you could potentially lift it. So what was it like getting the name read out, lads? Uh, well, as I said to you before we started recording this, I'm still trying to get it under my head that waxy wallet. <laughs> that's just that's the truth. It's not just saying that for the crack, but I still can't get it around it. Because obviously I'm only in the band four years. Pipe bands entirely. Really? So right. Four years. And I've won the drum the at the Worlds two years ago and won the Worlds this year, so... That's not a bad I'm spoiled. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then, obviously, we have just finished the Ulster Championships here this past weekend. You guys had another victory there as well. Well done with that. Another medal for the collection. Uh, can you tell me about the victory march on that you guys had in front of all the crowd and everything? What was that like for you guys? Just swivel that in there to yourself. Oh, it was great. <laughs> Do you like it? I think it's bound to be kind of awkward and awesome at the same time. 
if you know what I mean. No, it's not awkward. You just, no, you just, you just look very You well. love it? Yeah. yeah. No, it's a great buzz. We've got a really great chair. A lot, lot of, and as well, like uh, even our local bands around here have been so many, even, you know, you'd have a home rivalry with a lot of bands and a lot of bands have, have been very kind and even giving us wee celebration cards and, and mentions uh, like well done and all is very very nice that's it I think even uh, our own home association give you guys a bit of a, a prop as well for whenever you lifted it and all that so well deserved and I think the, what was that name that tune that you guys played in the marching again I think you did tell me yeah, fair, farewell to Nick I heard that somewhere before, but I can't place it. But you guys played that in your march in. I'm very <coughs> used to play it. Is that what it was? Ah, there you go. Can I actually give a shout out there? Sitting here with oh, no, obviously. Don't, don't give me more. No, well, because <laughs> obviously we got our new bass heads and sorry as well with Sharon Design. Yes, we kept we kept very special. Well and we got them put on for going in the finale. So big shout out there for there you go. if anybody else wants bass heads made. Give Aaron a shout. There you yeah. go. Come to Aaron. If anything, I, I'll give you an extra shout, Marcus. You do all our graphical work for the Rab Show. So that if you're looking at any graphic stuff, give Aaron a shout. There you go. Do you have an email or a Twitter handle and all that sort of stuff? I mean, you can find me on Facebook. So you're not you hard can't to find. miss me. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, all in all, bringing home the world's trophy for you guys, I have to say, this will probably mean promotion for you guys now. I would say. Dun, 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 dun. It's been a real good season <laughs> for you. You know, it's been a real strong season at the end of it, but then, I don't know, looking forward to next year and into possibly a new grade then. A building year, possibly. Hmm. You, all, you obviously like to go in and make your mark on a grade, but at the same time, you don't want to go in and go mad at it and go promotion again and the band start to dwindle. That's um, the threat then. Eh? You could possibly push into grade two and within the space of one season. Yeah. Because I know when I first joined the band, the band had downgraded from 3A to 4A to bring in young players and then obviously four years later we're back in 3A hopefully after the Worlds there you go well the building process seems to be working for you the academy band as well yeah. sounds incredible at the moment kids are playing great yeah we, we all tra- always try to you know the last few years and anyway we've been trying, trying to look at the long sort of like the long progression and the most important thing I feel is like we can see an improvement in ourselves year on year mm. And like, uh, you know, uh, I was just, you know, I was just still unbelievable. Like, and, and like, we've got, I think it was five junior five, members. Five junior members moved up to the senior band this year. Some just of them, this year? Some of them still in yeah, primary right. school. Some of them, the very first time they've played at the world. All five. No and the one, and like, uh, I'm just so pleased for them. That's amazing. Like, I, I never got that when I was their age. And oh, there you go. 12 year old. And the youngest one was 12, just yeah. won the world's. 12-year-old lifting the World Championship. Cheapers, mm. oh, that's a start and a half, isn't it? I don't know. I'm near 40 and I haven't won it once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm showing my age now. But, hey, I have to say, congratulations, guys. I think we'll mention it possibly again as we're running through the rest of the results. Well done. Well done. Pat in the back. And I think we can talk about the elephant in the room, one band that we did predict to lift the big one, but didn't. You guys, a Klaus Kelt, had a bit of a difficult time at the weekend. How did you think the Worlds went for Klaus Kelt, Aaron? It was a very enjoyable Worlds. You guys actually played really well, to be fair. Especially during qualifying, I thought they were a great run during that. Yeah, we, we really enjoyed the Worlds experience as a whole this year. You know, the band was very organised and, and quite happy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we, we, we knew that St Thomas alumni were 
going to be big opposition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were first of all happy that we qualified because it's never a given. No, that's very true. Um, and we were very happy to get through. Um, and it was good to see um, Manor Cunningham getting through. It was good yeah. to see Rivara getting through. Because, you, you know, we're still going to look at the bands that we're seeing every week. Um, of course. And, and you're, you're glad that they've got in. Um, because we all know what it's like if you, if you don't qualify. It's just yeah. kind of over. Um, very competitive grade, as you all insane. knew. Um, some... some very big bands in there yeah. that maybe didn't just make it through and it's I don't know whether it was conditions on the day for them or or just the amount of, of, of seriously good talent in the other bands um, right. that as a unit that just comes together we were pleased to have qualified um, yeah. and we just kept ourselves relaxed um, again with it being an MSR final you're drawn on the line, so that's two MSRs that you have to yeah. chin with and, and get ready for, and you just don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I mean, I, I detest MSRs, and I <laughs> detest this draw on the line uh, paper. I just don't see the point of it, because I, th- I feel that it just... Yes, it's the World Championships, but in general, drawn on the line, it's just, it's, it's just a bit of a pain, because you can't go away and perfect that week. You know, we, we're practising yeah. the same the same sets all the time and, and they're always there but if you're ahead of the world that's the business end of the season that's that's the big one so mm. you want to put all your effort into it um, you don't know which set and you just don't know on. whereas if that had maybe yeah. been a medley final you can do more you know you, you know what you're at mm. but again, again with an MSR final it's more of an even playing field possibly because it's an MSR so there's there's no real looking at um you know, um, overall musical structures and, and the way that things yeah. have been put together. But no, we were happy to qualify, get in, and we played um, quite well. We were quite happy with it. Um, came off, and, and I, I, I personally thought it was a good enough run. I was happy with it. Mm-hmm. I just sort of thought to myself at the time, it's maybe just not going to tip yeah. uh, St. Thomas because they were fantastic. They were fantastic last year. Uh, I remember um, listening to them, yeah. and I thought they had it won last year, um, and, and Dunedin had actually just tipped them on that one. That's it. Um, I think we but it was it was nice to see <laughs> it was nice to see St Thomas lifting it because <laughs> to me they were deserved winners, and and everybody in Klaus Kelt when we got the results then in the afternoon, um, you know when it was second place, your runner up, you are automatically disappointed. I mean, it's hard not to be disappointed because yeah. you've come so close. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, there was a few people in the band, just a wee bit teary, but there was no. It wasn't like the hugest was, disappointment. It yeah. was just well, you know, we we had to take that, and and we all accepted at the time. You know, they we were beaten by a better band, and at the time, just you know, they put in the better yeah. performance than we did uh, at the, the final, and, and we can't disagree at all. Um, we were happy to have come runner up. We also then managed with those points then to lift the the champion of champion for the RSPBA, which was, as I said to everybody, you know, coming second in the world, which you mm. know puts us as the best within the UK and Ireland circuit that we're used to seeing. It does, yeah. And lifting the champion of champions f- a second year in a row with only competing at four majors because we didn't again do the Europeans because of the the distance to travel and things like that. Yeah. So yeah. that's quite a feat. As I said, we have to be happy with ourselves again, a Definitely. good successful season, but. We'll come back next year and we'll see where we're at and um, we will 
see how next year goes. Well, it's going yeah. to be a medley year, so again, you don't know what's going to happen. There you go. I have to say, we mentioned about St. Thomas on our prediction podcast. We did pick them as possibly one of our mm-hmm. chosen few because we did think that they should have possibly won the previous year. Not taken away from Dunedin, by the way. Uh, but St. Thomas played it really, really well that, that past year. And then this year again, knocked it out of the park, you know. So, commiserations to you guys at Klaus Kelt. I do kind of see where he's, you're talking about where you maybe be a, a bit disappointed. A bit disappointed, but, but at the same time, yeah. we're not disagreeing we're n- at, at all. And, and yeah. I think if we'd went in and put on an absolutely amazing performance, mm. and when we heard it afterwards, we thought, that that's a winner, and we didn't get it, that would be worse, because that mm. has happened. Uh, it's just, again, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's subjective, and it's interpretation. Uh, that's not saying that judges are doing anything wrong. What I'm saying is that it's what they pick on the time and what they what 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 hits them the most. Mm-hmm. But we were actually we couldn't disagree with anything that they wrote. Everything was bang on, and and we were able to take that away. And 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 that's with it. a bit of disappointment, but at the same time, going well, we got runner up, so that's better than not getting anything at all. <laughs> not a bad world. Not a bad world. I think by all accounts. Also, shout out to Rivara Pipe Band as well. I think we did pick you possibly for a drumming prize, so I think they lifted it, so well done to Matthew and the guys. Now, this is not going to be a results podcast, because if everyone's expecting us to go round through each and every result, uh, no, you're listening to the wrong show, uh, because we never read through lists, do we? <laughs> never read through lists. All the bleeding Well, time. we don't. You no, do. I do, all the time. <laughs> I love lists. Uh, but no, not on this week's show. Uh, can we talk about then, first thing, top of my pile, is drum majors. Alicia, because you're here, I really want to pick your brain about what you thought about this past year's World Championships in respect of drum majors. Any thoughts? Well, I had, I think I had a wide scope of names and um, at the predictions um, podcast. Mm-hmm. Mostly all of mine came through. <laughs> um, we all, we all. I think a special mention um, to Benjamin Walker. You yes. didn't know who he was at the at the podcast. I'm sure you do know who I, he is I now. Know now. <laughs> yeah. do um, I think he introduced himself on Saturday past to you. Yeah. Um, but for Ben, as I said, it was his first time going to the Worlds. Um, I, obviously, I, I tutor him through the RSPBA and I school in Banbridge. Hmm. But Ben has had an impeccable um, season this year. If it's not first, it's kind of second place. Been there and thereabouts, yeah. But Aye. for somebody of that age to win it on a one and a one, I I was just looking at this first name and be first and foremost. I think that has to yeah. be the best way to win a major competition. Your first time at a major, you had took a wee knock. Um, to the head beforehand. That's right, he did. Um, <laughs> I've seen this. He showed me the scar. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Uh, he had been practicing his big throw and the wind had caught it because the no. conditions were quite bad and it blew back and hit him and oh. he had to go to see first aid for a little bit. A couple of paper stitches in there and, he, and he was bright as rain. It was a bit windy. Um, <laughs> you're, you're putting a, a bit of stick with two metal lanes up in the yeah. air. It could land anywhere, you know. But um, no, so I think for any uh, drum major to win it on a one on a one I think it's so much better to accept because you're winning fur and square Aye. and both adjudicators have credited you 
in both elements of the marching and, and flourishing element. So for Ben, that was great. It was nice to see wee Louis was still in there. Indeed. Probably yeah. Louis a wee bit disappointed. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would have been nice to see him close. getting the, you know, yeah, the, the, the five. five. But mm-hmm. you have to understand, I, as far as I'm led to believe, these guys have like another year in this grade. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know, yeah, so this is, this is not over. This no. kind of run no. of, of Leanne, Louis, Ben, and Grace Thompson slipping in there now to the mix as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they've still got that next wee year. I'm not mm-hmm. sure whether Grace moves up I'm next year. Sure. I think she's about 14, so maybe she will move into the, the juvenile section. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still in all, they're still there. So could be a different kettle of fish next year. That's and it. also Ben's yeah. going to be entering that arena next year, thinking he's something to... To uphold, uh, yeah, where the rest um, mm-hmm. maybe don't. Yeah. So for that, yeah. yeah. Uh, then on to the juvenile, Cara. Mm-hmm. It was I, so disappointing I, for Cara. I, the, I actually was. It was. It was the one juvenile run that I managed to to make um, to watch. For those who Just, don't follow it, Cara actually finished up here fourteenth. I'm actually looking here. What happened? Yeah. Well. The weather conditions were really bad, and on her run, as far as I'm led to believe, it was raining. It was. Oh, no. It was. It was hard because I I was actually videoing right. that run. Oh. In that run, you had Cara, you had Abigail Wenlock mm-hmm. from Shots, you yeah. had mm-hmm. Ryan Murdoch mm-hmm. um, from Johnston, and Johnson. you had who? Who was that? I Apologies, I can't remember. I've seen that many videos this week, and then because we've had another. <laughs> Championships. I'm thinking about those yeah, videos, yeah. but I'm, I managed to get that video of the juveniles, um, and I remember watching it and and seeing it, and I just it just seemed to be the conditions maybe just hit, and and Cara yeah. unfortunately. Um, I think it was a wee slip of her slipped, hand. And slipped her hand and the mace went, went Yeah, she went to do a side throw and I think it just, just and slipped. And it just hit, and, and unfortunately that just yeah. happens. But the one thing that I will take away from that mm-hmm. is everybody's disappointed and you think, oh, it's the world and she's going to be so disappointed she was really on for it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I watched and she came off and she just laughed and she said, well, that's that. <laughs> and I mean, what better? And she, she didn't, there was no yeah. tears. She was, oh, obviously, I'm sure she was ultimately disappointed, but she's got her friends there and they all just carried on and I thought, well, that's what it's all about because she's going to look at that and go, mm. I dropped it. It's happened, it can happen to anybody and that's she'll it. come back next year and she'll do it. Well, Kathy Hunter again Kathy. stepped up to the mark really and, and won yeah. the worlds and mm-hmm. fair credit to Kathy. Yeah, and so her um, first year in the grade, she won the ju- junior last year. Oh, it's one that she last year. Was it last year? I'm not sure. I know Abigail. This is no, Abigail. Kathy, Kathy, Kathy won the junior last year um, in 2018 because. It was Rachel Lowry the year before, so it was Kathy last year winning the junior, and she's oh, nice. uh, so it was come nice. into the grade this year in the juveniles, nice. and she's in the, the park. Nice for Kathy, hey. and I think um, it should be marked. Kathy's family were very appreciative on Saturday in Newcastle that she got a wee mention and um, just on congratulating her. I know that oh, that's good. Um, yeah. She's over the border, um, and then another wee person that slipped into the mix there is Emily Johnson from a Fryland. Oh yeah, it was brilliant. Um, yeah. Emily hadn't really featured all year. No, no. Um, but her wee face um, <laughs> watching the live stream was. Unbelievable, you know, just the whole shock and the uh, joy. And it was like a lot of our mummy, our mummy yeah. and daddy had been talking, and they kind of heard a name in the background. Really. 
is that our Emily? <laughs> and um, yeah, it was Emily, and they were overjoyed. Like so, well done, Emily, too. Especially going there, and then the seniors. Can I just say about the juvenile grade? All by right. the way, I know, I know we're kind of going on the seniors now, but the juvenile grade. There's a crazy amount of talent in there. Oh, it's it's scares, you know, it scares me. It's kind of, yeah, it is scary. <laughs> it scares me. Whenever you consider all of these people in the juvenile grade will eventually be going into the seniors. That's what scares me. Some majors, I have a little bit scared for you, sir, yeah. This is what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> all right. You're competing I'm allowed everyone. to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed to say it. But no, but every one of them. I mean, Rachel Laurie was in there. Rachel Laurie, again, she, did she yeah. come second? This year, only a yes, point in it, yes. and Just and again, yeah. again, Rachel put on a really good performance, and again, yeah. sh- I was done. I had actually walked down to the line at that point, and she was just beaming. She was very happy. She says, "I can't believe that," you know, <laughs> and and she was she was great. Kathy's uh, great. Abigail, I thought, put on a really good performance as yeah, well. Yeah. I I really enjoy Abigail's style. I've, I've watched it more closely this year. Mm. Um, and that's not to take away from anybody else in the grade. I'm just picking no, it no, out. No, of course, no. Jamie Couples was there, and he was in the prizes. Yeah, um, yeah. He was fifth. He was fifth. Um, so I'm not too, <coughs> our own not too sure what, I, not, not too sure what, what, yeah. what went wrong there for, <laughs> for Jamie this really? year. I, I, haven't, I haven't spoken. I didn't get a chance on Saturday to speak to him. Mm. And Beaten. as well as that, it's Beaten all sort of hype. Is, the, the hype's all done. Um, for the world, so right. if you haven't had maybe the most successful result, um, you maybe don't really want to have a conversation about it. No, um, right. But at the same time, you know you, you're making Probably the prizes. Still. I I would be more than happy to make the prizes as a drum major. Oh, there you go. Um, so you know, all credit to them. No matter where you come, these are all fantastic stars. I agree. No, well, next year they don't move up, so there'll be Lana Gibson moving up. Um, he hasn't been out this year. Right, right. Um, Andrea Stevenson and I think possibly um, Lauren Kerr, they'll be the ones moving up into the seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it'll be the next year, I think, when the impact will hit the senior grade. So not, ah, you know, the right. season of 2021. Yes, there was that big impact whenever you had sort of James, James and Emma, Emma and all coming up. All at you know, time. so you've you know, got a really good really batch coming up, up mm. in another couple of years. Um, so it's going to happen again. Too, so yeah, yeah, you know that, and it just keeps going. <laughs> the old hands will have to retire before that happens. <laughs> uh, that's it. But so chatting about the seniors, then, how did you think everything shut down with uh, Mr. Pacquiao lifting the big in? Yeah, congratulations to um, Jason. Yeah. I think Jason um, comes over once a year. Mm-hmm. So Jason and Jason won't mind me saying this because um, we're good friends. Um, because we're not seeing Jason all uh, season, yeah, yeah. he comes with an impact. Definitely. It's something different. And it's something mm. different. And his style is completely different to what we would see at major competitions between the Scottish, yeah, Bob, yeah. Um, and the Northern Irish drum majors. Mm-hmm. So for Jason, he has that reputation coming with him and a kind of different style um, mm. that people also you have to look at the um the whole season you've got adjudicators judging you at the worlds and they've seen you throughout the season so they know where your little flaws or your wee right. issues yeah. are what oh here little she done that before yeah. um at the scottish i'll need to keep away that if i'm judging at the worlds you know that way where because jason doesn't have that 
Mm. Sometimes you're at a disadvantage because you're seeing all the time. If you know what I mean. True, true. James I Kennedy, that, yeah. I was yeah. absolutely gutted for him. I James, yeah. One but, point of winning it. Well, I think he couldn't have got closer. And with that <laughs> season, you know, them last couple of major competitions coming up. Yeah, yeah. For him, it was a. It was hard work. Uh, to sure, yeah. A it's tough slice to swallow um, in mm. some ways because you know you're so close, yeah. but you're just not there. And you also know, I think, I mean, I, I obviously best friends with James and he's in, in class cal with me. Um, yeah. So throughout the, even the World's Week, you know, I've I seen the amount of work that he was putting in, mm. um, you know, practicing, um, fitting them in, perfecting every little detail, knowing and, and going in with a confidence streak of mm. I know I can do this I can go in there and I can put on my best performance yeah, and yeah. I can win it. and that's great it's, 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 there's that fine line between complete confidence and cockiness where you just uh, think you've got it. Yeah. it it wasn't like that for James and I have to give him you know, a lot of credit for the way that, that, that mm. he did handle himself the whole week it was it, a lot of nerves in there and again I spoke to, I was spending time with Emma and Lauren and Jason and all and everybody they, they all had nerves and, and they were all you know ready for it um, and they did put the practices in and they got the work and they were all ready for it and I was really really pleased mm. to see that out of the eight finalists that went through that all they six, all, all six, Northern, all yeah. six Northern Ireland competitors. Right. Because I, I was on on the draw, but I actually withdrew on the morning because right. of clashes of times with the band, and oh, I just I, again, that's yeah. it. And I again, um, you know, I've got the record of coming last at all our local competitions. <laughs> I wasn't going to be in the mix, so I thought I don't need to be rushing about myself few health issues myself at the moment and I, I wanted to do that I also wanted them to be on hand to help James you know and be there mm. uh, myself and Roy to help him you know yeah, yeah. if he needed stuff um, just in the morning time that we were there because you know hold, hold my phone in my wallet you know just and yeah, things yeah. like that but again the support base was there for him um, mm-hmm. and, and I was really just disappointed that he didn't lift it but again, I think he should be very pleased and with himself. and proud of himself for a good season, runner-up to Jason Paguio, who he is. He has been following himself since he joined John Majors. He's, yeah. he's known about Jason Paguio and and knows him now. And and there's a respect between the two of, of them. So yeah. I think we should maybe make a wee an apology. We didn't mention oh. Vicky Singer in the. Um, pre nope, words. We, no, did we, ha- we didn't put no. Vicky in that mix nope. so we should really um, oh, congratulate Vicky because Vicky has Aye. made a couple of major um, Aye, finals big, big finals. Um, yeah. this year so I do think um, credit where credit's due we should give Oops. Vicky a wee so, shout yeah. out but I think generally speaking any out of 21 competitors, I think it was 21 was the, the final number. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, six of them from Northern Ireland, uh, one from the Netherlands and one from Canada. Yeah. Uh, no showings for Scotland this year, which is, which is a surprise because a surprise usually you would yeah. have people in there like yeah, uh, Liam, Liam Renton, Gib Fraser. Mm-hmm. It was good to see uh, Billy Jordan from Scottish Power oh, yeah. back out to compete again this yeah. year. Um, and it was good to catch up with him the, mm. on the day and stuff. But you have to 
hand it to to Vicky. You know, the fact is that she was able to go in there, yeah. and, and she's 100%. never to be written off. You know, no, definitely not. She's she's had some really. I spoke to Vicky on the uh, the day, and and when she got through, and I congratulated her, and well done. And she's she was telling me how oh, I've done this before, and I got that, and I've had this result. However, and do you know what? <laughs> Again, to make the final at the World Championships it's not a small is, thing. Is just it's it's yeah. that should be good. And I just because you don't come away at the end of the day with with a prize doesn't mean that you were not. No, as it, it goes back to what exactly. you said, Alicia. I think in the last what you said in the last podcast about um, it's improving your positions each year and things yeah. like that. So oh. that's really really good. That's um, where Vicky is at the moment. Yeah, really good to see the results um, in general, mm-hmm. and, and and nice to see. Um, people getting credit where they deserved it so I, I was pleased um, so it was the likes of Emma, Lauren, Jason all those guys all in there all, yeah. our, all our usual ones from Northern Ireland that we're used to speaking and the crispies <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was just glad that all of them had got through you know the four of them staying together and stuff and it was great that all four of them got through that and was they seemed to have a really good world's night after too <laughs> they did they all enjoyed it and yeah. You know, they had the fair play. They had Jason Paglio back. You know, That's I met right. him in the bar, and they they he was with them for the night, and they all celebrated together, which is again great to see. I seen the Snapchat. <laughs> they were awesome. Uh, I went to bed. I was very tired. <laughs> Can we just talk about something that you guys have actually pointed out to me this evening about what's on the program about the World Drum Major Championship, and when it comes to the seniors. Explain this to me. What is this that they put in the programme? In 2017, um, it was kind of discussed that there would be a pilot scheme um, put in place, but it kind of didn't follow probably the the correct channels. um, Rule-wise, you mean, and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, drum majors, as far as we're led to believe in Northern Ireland, weren't consulted um, about changes Mm -hmm. to it so if you can recall back for anybody there was um, four of us made the final so Mm -hmm. it went from a heat heat to a semi-final of I think it was ten in the semi-final, or so was it eight, eight, eight in the semi-final? Eight in the semi-final, right, right. and then it was brought down to four, mm-hmm. and then the four got to compete in the Grade One arena, and that was the whole. Can you remember the whole talk about the band was playing a really, really, really quick six yeah, eight? I remember. And, and the cameras that <laughs> so, you were dodging. Yeah, and the cameras. <laughs> so um, that was kind of the pilot scheme, um, and then it was realised that year that maybe uh, the proper protocol hadn't been followed. Mm. Correctly, uh, yeah. It transpired just that it had to have so made its way through the uh, music board. Music board, and, and right. there is there is a stipulation that they must put it in the program the previous year if there is going to be changes. So we're now so going to we're see now a new looking at format now for next year. Yep. Yeah, so it is in the program now. Erin, um, maybe you want to explain this a wee bit better. The change in the format, as it says here, the change in the format at the World Championships in 2020 and beyond has now been agreed by the music board and has been supported by the board of directors. So what we're led to believe is that the, that the adjudicators consulted and they came up with their options for changing the format. Mm-hmm. And through the proper channels, they've submitted that proposal to the music and regrading board who have considered it. They're representatives of, of each of the branches all yeah. come together. And give it the rubber stamp. They give it the rubber stamp and obviously then it goes to the board of directors for them to consider mm-hmm. basically to put the final stamp on it. Yes. 
and that's grand. And it says that the reason for the change is to increase the performance levels and the competitiveness within the adult grade. So right. that, I mean, we're all for it because it, it, it is, it's good. And I think drum majors does need to come to a wee bit more to the stage. Mm. The only concerns that I would have is that it says that the changing, changing the format from what it currently is of two final heats of four competitors. Yeah. Now, I don't think that's necessarily correct. Why? Because the RSPBA's guidelines mm-hmm. always state, and it's always stated, that at any major championships, which the world is the fifth major, yeah. that the adult drum majors final will consist of six competitors. Now, in Northern Ireland branch, ours is five. Yeah. On a major, it's six. So when it you're talking the yes, Scottish, the Euros... Yeah, and all, it's always yeah. six finalists, which it always is. Yeah. Where the entry is above 24, there shall be eight. And that is what was written in the rules. Okay. We had... Uh, I had, con- had wrote this to the board of directors uh, at the start of last season, mm-hmm. and that was considered and... and they found that actually it was right. What what I was actually saying was these are the rules that you have in place. Mm-hmm. So no problems with a rule being changed as long as it's being ratified and it's open, transparent, and everybody knows <coughs> and there's a reason and there's rationale which they're providing. I'm just sort of saying there that it's currently two final heats of four competitors. That's not necessarily true. And at this mm-hmm. year's Worlds, there was only 21 entered. There was only 22 on the draw. So really the final should have been six unless there's another rule somewhere that I don't know about as a competing drum major. But again, I can't seem to find these things and when I've asked for it, I can't get it because nobody wants to provide that information. I suppose the idea of next year is that the semi-final, so everybody will have their heat and perform Mm -hmm. and then there'll be a semi-final of ten drum majors, so the top ten will be picked and then that will run in two heats of five Split it in half, have two yep, heats, yep. and then one final assist. And then the top six, because there's six places right. at the Worlds, so you know the other four won't get acknowledgement for complete, uh, competing mm. the second time, if you know what I mean. But they're putting all six in the one arena, so the arena mm. will need to be widened, and you will have the four adjudicators adjudicating all six at the one time. And the reason for that is they'll ha- all have the same conditions, all going at the one time. And all yep. going at one time, the same band. Yeah. So it makes it a fair playing field. Because there can be changeable weather. I mean, you can have your first final heat, mm. which, which this year was a four and another four. You can have perfect sunshine at that point <laughs> and a really steady, fast-tempoed band and everything's great. Yeah. And then when that finishes, I mean, that will probably last from start to finish about eight to nine minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, then you have the changeover. You're waiting for the next band who's going to come off, and it's Glasgow, and that could and be another five minutes. Change. And when they get in place, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, could be raining. It's raining, <laughs> and it's a storm has just moved over, and yeah. that can happen. So again, it's it's maybe going to be fair for the competitors, but what I think is going to be very hard is harder for the judges. Our judges, all four judges, are going to have to look at six people yeah. all at once competing. That's going to be tough. And notice every little mm. point and every little fault and that's going to be very hard but it's again these people are the best at what they do you know this is why they have they've yeah. went on their they've got um, the clipboard they've for got a the reason. clipboard for a reason and yep. that's it that's um it. i would just suggest that when we look at the it, it's good to see that the semi-final is now 10 and the final is six the pilot version that came in in 2017 mm. was a semi-final of eight 
and then a final of four, which meant that you had tops one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. But you could have been in fourth place in that final and dropped your mace, which means you would have come right, fourth. But you still placed higher in the world, got a bigger prize money than the person who competed fifth and sixth. Yes. And that's where it just didn't add up. So we had always, at the time, suggested that there needed to be a better way of doing it and that we were not against. Mm. As competing drummage, we were never against the semi-final, final. And again, you have to remember, this is the World Championships. It's, a, it's the big major. It's the big one. So it's, again, the same with bands. I mean, a grade one can go to any major and they play a medley or an MSR. They don't play all four of their sets. What yeah. they do, it, they, they have to do that at the, the world. So there's more emphasis on it than it is the world's. I wonder, would there be a, a need for a pilot... Um, at another major somewhere. At another major, just to see how it goes. Because Aye. really and truly, at any other major, there's six drum majors make the final anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving it a fair playing field at the Worlds, why would you not give it a fair playing field at the Scottish, the European, the British? The, you know, all of that, yeah. So that makes sense. I suppose as if I was a competitor, I would be asking that question, saying, mm. well... Why do I have to do that in the world? Make it fair and we'll all do it. You know, the Scottish crazy. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I suppose that there, there could be open um, for, for trying that. I don't know. That's up to uh, the competing drum majors to, mm. to look at that. And also, at a major competition, at the Worlds, there's going to be four adjudicators. At generally, at any other major, there's only two. Yeah. That could be the rationale why they wouldn't put all six in because you know you're half the number of adjudicators yeah, yeah. Um, to look at all six in the one run. So, um, yeah, that'll be a wee interesting uh, change yeah. to, to the world for the seniors. I think we'll be talking about that as we get closer to the You should just bring season. in a few adjudicators for a night. Again, <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> the yeah. only thing that I, 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 again, and I've said this before, and people can, can get at me for this, but being that it's the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association, you know, the association is made up of the bands and the drum majors. Mm. And my only concern is is that as competitors, you never know about these. The, the first that we hear about this it's is the in the programme yeah. at the yeah. Worlds. Yeah. You know, they're just... I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's wrong or that anything... I'm, again, I'm not criticising anybody. So before anybody gets up and says, oh, you know, there's Aaron criticising somebody <laughs> for, for changing, progress no. has to happen and, and things will change. You know, we can't maybe stick with the same formats we've always done. And it's great because the rationale is there. It's mm. to bring out the competitiveness. That has to be welcomed. It will put, put more emphasis on the senior drummage. There's a lot more into it. But at the same Definitely. time, it would always be nice in the association that you're part of as a member to actually be able to know Right. Where What's these decisions, the not even so much that, but where these options are coming from and when they were decided, you know, we we never get told anything. We no. we don't know and until it's published like it, this. It, it's it's yeah. then whenever there was issues before, whenever it happened without anybody knowing, you then feel aggrieved because you're standing there saying, "But we don't think that this is right because it it didn't work. It was there was there was." Um, there was a need for it to go to the six finalists and mm. things like that. That would have been more fair, but nobody knew about it. And then when you consult the, the directors for Northern Ireland, they knew nothing about it. <laughs> and when then you're told the music board decided this, and you go to the music board representatives and they said, we know nothing about this either. So you start going, well, how's this happening? Yeah, well, who knows? At well, least this yeah. time, no, I mean, it has, it has gone through the right channels and, and it, it, it's and been it ratified and it's a better format and it, 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 yeah. it could prove to be very, very good. 
Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how it pans out now. I think it's welcomed for the World Championships. It's going to make it that wee bit more interesting to watch. Definitely. Well, congratulations to all of our drum majors. Whether you lifted a prize or not, I think playing down in that little hidey hole where you guys were was kind of a horrible place. I still don't like it where they put you guys in under the trees. Now, I'm throwing myself under, up in for criticism. Oh. But it is. It's a horrible place. You're in under the trees. You're way out of the way. Someone even came up to me at the competition and says, Hey, Rab, I have to meet such and such a drum major. I'm not going to say their name. I have to meet them at the arena, but I can't find it. I've been walking this park around here for about an hour. Where are they? <laughs> and I had to direct them then, all the way down the other side of the hill. So, a few years ago, they actually competed up. Um, it wasn't actually in that arena and I'm maybe going back a good a few years ago. It was, yeah, it oh, was yeah, right, rightly back, but it actually yeah. was flatter ground up there. But again, mm. I think maybe the Scottish dancers or something maybe come out up there there's, now. There's bands, I was coming all. in in the morning, I came in from that side of yeah. the, the um, Glasgow Again, brain. it's, it's oh, kind right. of out of the way. I suppose the space. Well, that's it. So, but I don't know. Uh, I think it's a bit of a horrible place to put you guys. It's on a slope. And then you're going to have six senior drum um, majors competing next yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. More people to put in. So, I don't know. Could I think one of the, the hardest things for them is, is space. This year, mm. again, another issue that seemed to have happened, that, you know, the first heat of senior drum majors was on, and it became very, very quickly apparent that mm. you couldn't actually hear the well, band, band playing because the arenas too big the two arenas were actually so close together it was a mm. very long arena this year 80 89 paces yeah. mm-hmm. now usually as far as i'm led to believe from from our adjudicators at majors because certain adjudicators when they're at majors will pick a drum major senior drum major usually and ask them to map out 64 paces Aye, and the sure. reason why they say that is because then if it's too short or too long then they say well you can't blame us 64 and that's, that's who, who one of your competitive you know uh, one of your friends it. did it, it so yeah. it's mm-hmm. 64 so to go to 89 for some of those younger kids I mean, well, they disappeared the for a while but the yeah. band was very hard to hear and I have to hand it to um, you know the adjudicators and the directors on site at the time they did consult immediately afterwards and they did ask then bands for their bass drummers to move to the front um, so they oh, were aware good, of it, I mean, good. and they did try yeah. to rectify it. So, in, in fairness to the the the, the actual adjudicators and, and the council that were there, I do believe they did shorten the arenas at, at one point for the the, the younger grades. So, yep. yes, but um, it was just a bit long. I'm glad mm. I wasn't walking yeah. it this year. I'm glad, <laughs> but it will be interesting when they have to widen it because there ain't much space either side of it no, anyway. There's not really. But then again, it may move. Then next year they may pick a different location for it. Um, what's do. interesting to note in that is that they do say that the final next year will be held in the current arena, so it will not follow the pilot where it was in the drum majors arena mm-hmm. for the final. Uh, sorry, for the heats and the semi final, and then the final at the end of the day in arena one, where oh, the cameras right, are. Right, yeah. um, again, maybe that's probably a good step smart because drum majors want to watch drum majors. And the best place to get to watch them is in the stands then. And because you haven't paid for your seating ticket, right, yes. um, you know, we, we did actually all manage in that in 2017 to all get in. We sort of just said, we're all drum majors. We're only here to watch the final. Uh. And then we'll be away. We're not here to watch the finale. Uh. Uh, and the security were very, very accommodating for that. So I don't know whether or not that's maybe another reason. Or it could be just in a game with BBC rights and things like that, that they're not there to film 
the drum majors at no, that point. That's but it. it'll all remain to be seen. It will. It will. We'll fly on away from drum majors. Then uh, shout out to a bit of a listener who sent us in some listener mail. I wanted to bring it to this week's podcast. He says, "Hi, Rab. I'm thinking that this week's show should be called the World's Wrap Up. Of course, it is. Uh, but it also should be called Things That Rab Got Wrong." <clears throat> oh, that's a shot fired. Where's there, the list? Chris. Yeah, that's Where's a the shot list? fired. Uh, he says, all kidding aside, <laughs> I thought I would pipe in. Ha, see what I did there with some context. He said, uh, for the great novice B, one of the other people in the pre-world show had picked Capital District Youth Pipe Band as the one to watch. I can't remember if it was me. I don't think it did. Was any of you guys mentioned Capital Youth? I think it might have been one of you, isn't it? I don't think I mentioned maybe or I can't remember now. Maybe. I need to go back and listen to it again. Uh, but he goes on to say it and he says, well, they did it again. Last time was in 2012 and the pipe major uh, is Maureen Connor. So, oh, Maureen. So, uh, would you... Uh, see, this is me reading live on there. Great. Uh, so, who you may remember from our interviewee as judging part two podcast. I do remember Maureen. Uh, so, says, so, for any possible doubters out there, she does know her stuff. Oh, and for full disclosure, she's also my piping instructor. That's from Chris Shepard, piper of City of Albany Pipe Band. Now, speaking of the novice grades, then, we're getting into the bands. I think uh, standards, again, in all the novice grades, as well as the novice A, novice B, and the juvenile, standards just continue to rise. Uh, and it's scary. It's, it's making me want to completely never lift the sticks again, seeing how some of these kids can just blaze in there and play tunes that melt your face. What do you guys think of the novice grades this year? And same as yourself, Rob. Every time you watch them, you're actually shocked. I was actually watching the World's uh, programme on BBC One Scotland at the weekend. Yeah. And I actually didn't realise that North Lanarkshire School... Isn't it North Lanarkshire Schools is hmm. uh, like a feeder band for Johnstone? Oh, yes. I did not mention that on the show. Renford Shoes. Renford Shoes. Things that Scott got wrong. Yes. Um, but no also the likes of Capital District it is that as I said in the last podcast when you're, when you're reading the bands that are entered sometimes you don't know what to expect so you do look mm. past them not not in a way that you don't count them at all you just don't know what to expect because you can't find anything on them but that's it like credit where credit's due they obviously had it on the day and the judges liked what they heard Definitely. So shout out to these guys. If any of you novice bands managed to lift the title, well done. Now, there's one band in particular that I was more than chuffed to see win a world title. This will probably annoy a lot of people. But Sari Dasmesh. Sari Dasmesh. Yes. Those guys Absolutely were... Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. I was so happy to see their name read out. And they were clearly happy too. <laughs> I think they were one of my highlights again this year. Whenever I competed at the Worlds in 2015 with Portavogie. Yes. They were in the same grade as us. Oh, yeah. And when Portavogie lifted it that year, Sri Das Mesh. Um, again, there's, there's possible language bears in it. They were straight over. We got photographs with them. They wanted oh, to photograph really? with the winners. Oh, and brilliant. I had the pleasure of, of pointing them out to Rory this year and saying, Rory, um, the uh, Sri Das Mesh are over. And as they put on their Malaysian Sikh band. Yes. And... Um, I said to him, they, they come in, in their own national dress. Mm-hmm. I says, but they have tartan plaids with them. I says, and it's wonderful. It's, it's so different to look at. But yeah. I actually, where Klaus Kelt had positioned their, their, well, I say their gazebos, it was actually, a, it's like a beer tent. It was a big marquee <laughs> as well, right at the corner, uh, you know, at the corner there, um, 
That's right, just the crossroads. Yeah, yeah. Inverary on one side, us on the other, um, just so we could see Phil. But we were able to see Sridas Mesh, and they, instead of just wandering up like most bands do to the final, they, they marched playing, and Brilliant. again, really good to see. And did speak to a few of them afterwards, congratulated them, and nicest people. And I am so pleased they made the trip I'm and so that it was happy. worthwhile for them. I am so pleased. Did anyone see the footage of it? I think we were chatting off the mic of them arriving home. After I haven't playing. seen that. You haven't seen did you share that on the page? I did, yeah. Uh, See, you share that much, rabbit. Sometimes <laughs> hard for me to keep up. <laughs> it was insane. Seeing the amount of people who arrived at the airport, the amount of press and cameras and everything. They've been doing relentless amount of TV coverage and radio coverage back in their hometown. It's incredible. It's they must, they yeah. must have took all those instruments on his hand luggage because they actually come out. Oh, they from come baggage, out full dress, playing. Yeah, <laughs> really? Oh, that's that's great. It was like a full on, like. Homecoming parade, like it was fantastic. So it was it's a really, really, really important milestone. I oh, mean, yeah. for a band to come from a part of the world that's not really enriched with Scottish, no. Ulster, Scottish, no. whatever you want to call it, Scottish culture. Mm-hmm. I say Ulster Scots because we're from Northern Ireland. But that's it's really good that the art form of pipe bands uh, has followed through. Again, you see it in drum right. majors as well. I mean, we at, at past world championships have had. Um, oh Army of Oman oh, drum majors they're actually very and, skilled and they're very skilled mm. drum majors and very very good to watch because mm. again it's slight differences and they again are in national dress rather than the traditional kilt and oh, argyle jacket yeah. um, but no I was I was really pleased for Sri Dasmesh I think it was kind of the end of a fairy tale for me I've been kind of following it from the beginning where the guy this one fella had a dream of forming a band in the first place and then We'll go to the world, guys. And then they went, and that was we thought that Brilliant. was the end of the story. Brilliant. And then, no, we're doing it again. This time we're going to win it. That's what it's and all about. That's what it's all about. Lead, it was just... Lead oh, drummer. You could make a movie out of that. Tripet. Tripet. Excuse my pronunciation. I sent her off too, but it was nice to see drone courses, a video of some of the bands that won their grades marching off. And just everybody's playing their wee playoff tunes. Then it comes down three, does mess. They're about to call it and then they just all start humming Scotland the Brave and they're all yeah. da, da, <laughs> marching, marching off beating time and you're just like that's what it's all about. Yep. Yeah. And their leading drummer, I think, is he a pilot? That's what he's I was saying. Pilot. Pilot. He's he's a pilot, pilot and yeah. I could see he took a picture from his flight deck. Today. Um and <laughs> celebrate I mean it just that's that means the world Doesn't to, it? to to Aye. them and it's a massive journey. I mean it's a massive journey for Bands from Australia and New Zealand, South yeah. Africa. It's, it's good publicity. Uh, anywhere to make that it's nice it's for not, general public to even see. But it's lovely to see that It's not a country you would associate with Scottish, Ulster, Scots heritage, whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's good publicity for pipe bands and that the fact that it's in our way of music brought everybody together for the one exact yeah. same goal. So when I'm talking about Saridas Mesh, I have to say t- uh, one of the highlights for me for them uh, was drumming for drinks. And one such person who was there was next to me. Uh-huh. Mr. McLean, hello. <laughs> drumming for drinks. Now, for you guys who are listening to this right now, if you don't know what drumming for drinks is, you've been living in a cave somewhere. I don't know what where you are. But we were live streaming everything from drumming for drinks. And we've got some exclusive interviews and stuff that we'll bring you on next week's podcast. Some of them will need heavily edited. Very hilarious. And, yeah, might make, <laughs> might make our Patreon-only <laughs> show. I think mine was... 
quite. Yours was mine good. Was Yours good. was mine good. Mine was good. There was others who were not so good, but very funny at the same time. Uh, so, drumming for drinks. Sorry, Dasmesh had their drum corps there performing and all of that, and the applause that they got. I think they even had people up on tables cheering for them. Mm. It was fantastic. Aaron, what did you think of drumming for drinks this year? I thought drumming for drinks was very successful. Um, Jim Scott and Tyler are are masters of this now. They've been doing it yeah. for so many years now. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I was, obviously I was invited along this year and very honoured to be invited along. Um, so I was a wee bit nervous, just trying to get everything together, just making Aye. sure that my act's getting, um, getting my, my crew of drum majors. Again, brilliant, my, way, my yeah. point was that it's drumming for drinks and... What better to have in drumming for drinks than a drum drum major drum display? Major. Yeah, <laughs> I am a drum major as well as a bass yeah. drummer, so I tried to integrate the two. Uh, there wasn't an awful lot of space. No, there but, wasn't really. You no. know, we did all right, and maybe um, maybe the lights need to be looked at for next year. I kept hitting <laughs> the light with the bass sticks whenever I went up. No, I, I really enjoyed the experience. Um, uh, it was a pleasure to have been part of it. It's an awesome um, event, but. All credit to the, to the winners on the day as well. Um, Stephen was was fantastic. Everybody was telling me I didn't get to see his performance live, mm. but everybody was telling me. I mean, it was out of this world. But again, the guy's extremely talented. Yeah, um, that's it. Great. He's done it so many times. For it's great just to sit there and, and in the presence of Jim Kilpatrick. I mean, you you know, he, he is a legend to a lot of people, but mm. to me, he is just an absolutely lovely gentleman. He's a great he guy. Is so nice. Yeah. Tyler is again. Great, he is the best of crack. Mm. Everything is a mile a minute with him. Um, whenever I'm telling him in the morning what we're doing, and he just started laughing and thought this was great. We've never done this before. Brilliant, and everything was just go go go. Mm. And then this whole team uh, in innovation, you know, Fiona Wilson and, and the rest of the guys, they're all so welcoming. Everybody's there for a good time. Everybody enjoyed it. And when I was sitting in the audience at the end, I mean, there was two two. Um, older people sitting with us just at the table and I don't think they've ever been to pipe bands before or something <laughs> I think they were maybe just tourists in Glasgow or something and found this was on yeah. and they thought this was absolutely incredible right. and then to top it off for me um, they were waiting to try and get the results and stuff together and usually you have um, somebody performing and usually get Jim's then big surprise. Oh, yes. The year whenever he brought out the top secret Swiss top secret drum, drum corps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were just blown away. I'd seen him on the TV at the Edinburgh Tattoo and it was, then they were standing in front of me. I mean, you know, I thought this is great. <laughs> and this year he pulls out Al Murray. Yeah, yeah. That was Remember Al Murray, pub landlord, and he comes out and was told that there's children and, and ladies present. Yeah. You need to keep it quite clean. And I think that lasted for about 10 seconds. Yeah. But his, his, his little skit about the four Scottish people, I uh, was, I was nearly on the floor. Yeah. I, I thought, this can't get... I, I, couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't breathe. It was literally bang on. And I just thought, well, there's something just different that adds to this already good um, event. event. And, and then this is thrown into it, and I mean, what better way to end that it day? Was it was great, and that was—I mean, that was—we were over on the Tuesday afternoon, so the Wednesday it was all go for drum and drinks. And I would say, if anybody hasn't been to it, you have to uh, go. Have to go. It Definitely. is well worth the trip. It is mm. well worth 
the ticket price, it is well worth the expense of an extra day in Glasgow in a hotel. I would suggest that your worlds is not complete unless you've done drumming for drinks <laughs> once at least. There you go. We had to actually apologise to our live stream audience because of the colourful language. Because some people were saying, mm, that's mm. a bit strong. <laughs> but not, not usual. Not usual. Rab show, rab show fair, content. No. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. So there you go. <laughs> Shout out to Drummer for Drinks. I hope to be back again on the Rab Show team. I think Deej and Stephen both had a ridiculously good time. If anything, we lost Deej after that, didn't we, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to flip the mic around, we'll tell the story about what happened to Deej. Deej McIntosh is our Scot- Scotland cor- correspondent. Scotland correspondent. Just about it's a very Northern Ireland way of saying <laughs> things. It? And now it's over to our Scot- Scotland correspondent. correspondent. Yeah. Well, Deej was over there. And he was doing all of our live streaming from Rab Show Live on the Monday. And then he was covering stuff for us on Tuesday, different practices and things. And then he was at Drummer for Drinks all day, Wednesday. And we messaged them then Wednesday afternoon saying, okay, Deej, you're doing a great job, mate. And says, are you going to go anywhere near the Scottish Power concert? And then radio silence. <laughs> There was nothing. And how many messages did we not send him, Andy? Uh-huh. <laughs> we tried to track this guy down, and literally he was a ghost. He just completely ghosted us. And we still don't know really what happened. I think the story goes is that uh, the roof fell in in his kitchen or something. Nightmare. I think that's what it was. And he got a phone call or something to go home, and he says, Nah, I'm at drumming for drinks. I'm doing... I'm, I'll, sor- I'll sort out my kitchen and all the domestic stuff later. <laughs> Isn't that bad? So, finished all the live streaming and such, and then he disappeared to take care of the domestics. And we still didn't see him again. I don't think we even seen him on the Saturday. Did you see him on Saturday at Worlds? No, I think he went back up then. Yeah, I think it wasn't until maybe the Monday or the Tuesday after Worlds when we were getting really genuinely worried about him. And we put a message out on social media saying, has anybody seen him? <laughs> because we didn't know. He could have been lost a member of our team. But, yeah, I think what happened was... Is he finally lifted the f- his mother lifted the phone and rung him and says, "Did what's wrong? Are you okay?" They just yeah, I'm fine. He says, well, Big Rab's looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> so then I think he switched his phone on and I think he had a hundred plus odd messages of us all trying to get a hold of him. Do you think maybe we really should take that as a, a polite way of it? You want to hear well, it for the rest of the week? Maybe that's it too. Yeah. So apologies, Deej, but we, yeah, we just pestered the life out of most class. A lot of fun. Uh, right. We've got tons more stuff to get into, talking about the state of the portaloos, the price of the pint, and everything, and the weather, all the real hard-hitting topics of the world. But before we do that, we have to go and get ourselves a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. The Big Rap Show on Fuse FM, Balamont. Tuesday nights, 7pm to 9 
They are the show for the piping folk, reflecting everything from the bagpiping world. Celtic music, folk music, solo piping, and of course, pipe bands. Bagpipes are your thing? Tune in to The Big Rap Show. The Big Rap Show, Tuesday nights, 7 till 9, on Fuse FM, Balamone. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. That's it, we're all fed and watered. Welcome back to the second half of the show. Now, I think, Aaron, you'd mentioned that we've already been talking about the topic of the week, and you're 100% right, mate. <laughs> That's a bit of a catchphrase. It's topic. It is, it is just the topic. So, let's talk, first of all, top of the pile, hard-hitting Big Rab Show news. What do you think about the state of the portal loose? I actually find a, a trick... A couple of years ago at the world. If You've you got a trick for a portal Well, it's a trick, but it's actually cleaner ones. Just oh, If right. you go down past people's paths, down towards the Highland Dancers, I don't know if it's because they're holding it in because they're busy trying to dance, but the toilet <laughs> loose, uh, there's less of queues down there, and they're a bit cleaner. Oh, <laughs> it's really? just there's less people down that side yeah. of the, the, the uh, park. So literally just go down the side of the people's paths as if you're going to the play park. Yeah. Down where we'd pass yep. queues in the morning. Um just right there. Where the entrance is for people. Yeah, I know where that's at. There it's you the bottom go. entrance. It's the bottom yeah. entrance. Aye, basically, yeah. There you go. Down towards the, the, the Templeton. <laughs> the Templeton Court. Do they not normally have contractors in to you know, replace the toilet room and all that? They do. They do. I've actually seen them in action You know, with the whole blue chemicals thing and they're in there by hoses and all sorts of craziness. But they're always leaping. It doesn't matter what time of day you're going, and they're always kind of honking. My only small issue with the toilets this year, you know the big main block down the, the, the central bit of the driveway? Yes. Just behind the drum major arena. At the very bottom of that, they had like little cabins of, of urinals for men. Mm-hmm. Sort of like two, three men, you know, on either side. Aye. And they had like um, like a plastic... Oh, plastic, mesh, but a see-through. You know, it was like plastic... Um, What's she the word? Like, cur- cur- like plastic curtains on a fr- curtains freezer, on it, but they were sort oh. of flappy curtains, oh. you know, and all like streams of them. Yeah, but they were see-through to the drive, which was fine. It was enough, but there was none on the other side. So if you were standing in the drum majors <laughs> right now, you could just watch people standing, um, going to the lay. And I thought, could you not maybe Moved put it? put another setup on the other side? Uh, no, so, what they call it. Yeah. And the, there was. It was good to see that there was the wash basins with actual soap this year instead True. of just the usual. You know, here's some alka gel, and you know that, that can make it all clear. Yeah. I come out and Victoria just pulled out the hand sanitizer. Like, like, oh, it's hard at any event. <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah. the size of the event. I mean, I I, I do. Not remember there being massive queues. I don't no. know about the rest of it, no, but any time no. we needed to go to the toilets, at least they had us. And there was plenty of, of, and they were situated all around the park, so that was good to see as well. That's it. You didn't, didn't have to pick a tree. No. That's it. <laughs> so, on the topic of, yeah, Portaloos, let's get on to the next big topic because uh, a bit controversial this year, I think. The beer tent. Tents. Did anyone get near the beer tent? There was two, but nobody seemed to know where the second one was. It was in the Traders Village yes. that didn't exist. I don't know. another topic altogether. That's where we went. I yeah. Don't, I don't drink. The beer tent this year was really? absolutely rammed. I was going to go in there and try and get myself a wee whiskey for the road home. have to admit it. But I had no chance of getting in there. There were like six or seven deep queued at the bar. And the people behind the bar were throwing drink out that hard. They were spilling it all over the place. They were basically just clodding it. And people, here, here, here. And they couldn't get it out over the bar fast enough. I, I, I don't know. The world's beer tent is a, uh, another, another animal. You know, people see that as like a big highlight of the world's. Oh, the world's beer tent, yay! But you go in there and it's just, I don't know, sardines. You're crammed in there. 
I see they had like two or three separate tents. I'm wondering, did mm. they get rid of the big uh, TP tent they had a couple of years ago? Was that because your man out of Blurry decided to scale it? Do you remember that? <laughs> I remember, oh, that video was epic. Aye. So I don't know. That's one of the complaints actually we got in one of our emails saying that there wasn't enough uh, like seating and deck chairs and different things. <laughs> for, for Forget about the music and all that, but as, as long as that there's seating in the beer tent. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's but it does show you again that it's part of championships is part uh, rightly or wrongly it's mm. part of pipe bands because as competitors mm. or as spectators a beer tent is a sort of central focal point mm. of the day because you meet people yeah what time you plan out great i'll see you in the beer tent after we've played and whether you drink or not mm-hmm. they still serve soft <laughs> drinks it's and it's still a, a good meeting point i feel and i've always said this that it's something that we need to maybe look at bringing into our northern Ireland competitions a bit more i know that there's issues with licensing laws and things like that that come yeah. into it but it, it maybe wouldn't prove fitful <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's where it, it's as, as scott says it's where the cracks at it's where you you catch up with old friends yeah socializing yeah. and again for that's for me personally we went to the other beer tent because mm. um we were right beside that village there just where our tents were and after we'd all finished everything drum majors was done and everything was great we were all able to just walk over and i mean i think i was served probably in a spite four minutes no uh, way. they did have a limit i think they were sort of saying four drinks per person because i think they didn't mm. want people coming and buying f- for everybody and as well pint. as then they can't uh. maybe regulate the age limits yeah um no, very, very easy to get a drink down there. And, and again, the Andante tent was down there, which we all visited. There was different ball things ball. down there. The the food vendors were there. Again, good to see Gareth over with Rachel's and Indeed. Dickie Donuts because we're used to seeing him every week. So, yeah. And again, he straight away said to us all, how do you do? You know, things like that. So it was great. What I was very most impressed about this year was that there was the ban on Coca-Cola was lifted. Was there a ban on Coke? Yeah, the 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 event is really? sponsored. The event by is sponsored bar. by Bar Soft Drinks, Glasgow oh. born, um, and obviously they supply Iron Brew. Yeah, uh, but There's they also supply their own. They supply they supply their own cola and lemonade. Yeah. Um, so as far as we were led to believe, you weren't allowed to sell Coca Cola or oh, or Sprite really? the year before because Bar had. The sponsorship the of it, so you had to sell wow. bar products. But this year they had an issue with getting the supply of their cola. So Coca-Cola was allowed. And there obviously Iron Brew there for anybody who was from Scotland. That's so interesting. I was yeah, very impressed yeah. with that. I, I do. I am just, one to, to, yeah. to like just a bottle of Coke. bringing up Coke. Hmm. It brings me on to this off topic, but I remember going in when we'd finished our practice on the Friday, and this is where you can fault security at times, right? Hmm. So I walked in, and I had my usual drawstring bag over my back, two bottles of water from practice and a half bottle of Coke. Mm-hmm. And the fella says, let me check your bag. So he checked it and he says, if the seal's broke, you can't bring that in here because oh, we can't tell what's in it. So it I says, that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I says, fair enough. So I screwed the lid off and I went to hand him and I says, can you put that in the bin for me? To which his reply was, you can throw it in the bin in there. So I walked two metres forward, put the lid back on my bottle and put it in my bag and that was me sorted <laughs> for the day. <laughs> it's <laughs> you know hard. I mean? Let's, I mean, yeah. the security, I think. They have a massive brief. It's a big major event. They have security protocols to go through. They do. I Some found them very helpful this year. I mean, I, I did find them very helpful. This year they were better. We arrived at, I was there at 7 o'clock on the Saturday morning because we needed to get a tent in. And they were more than accommodating. It was a case of, do you have a, a pass to get in? No, but I have an email from, from Glasgow yeah. Life because I'd arranged that. Mm-hmm. Not a problem going ahead. And the, even the security guards then helped us. 
to carry a few things oh, up. Maybe really? it wasn't part of their briefing, maybe they'll get told off it. Oh. But they helped us to carry a few things up to the site where we need to go, so I, I can't fault them. They had to chase us off to our bus because the bar was not much excitement, but no. a couple of the boys took one of the boys' hats. And he was right. like, I'll let you just keep it, but I actually have to sign that back in. <laughs> so some of them's obviously just in for that one day. That's it. And they're trying to make a living, so Aye. fair play to them. They, they have to do as they're told. people could hire them for American next year. Could <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, it's if anything, it is another conversation <laughs> entirely. Uh, but no, the security staff at this year's Worlds, they do normally get a, a, a tough rap. They're normally seen as being really tough to deal with. But I think this past year, they've been really good. good they were good. Yeah. And all fairness to the sort of the more senior supervisors, they were all very helpful. Nothing was an issue for them because yeah. I think they had their brief and they have to abide by that somebody then above them can make a better decision and, and they again have to go what Glasgow Life's telling mm. them and then what the RSPBA is feeding in there as well. So they can't just decide something on their own. It's a major event. It's mm. like going to a concert in Belfast or, or Scotland, you know, an open air festival. Yeah. They have to be concerned about alcohol, but oh, as well as that, they have to be concerned about... Um, you know, security incidents that can occur and things like yeah. that. So it can happen, you know, just in general. So to me, that all credit to them. They did a very good job this year, for, which is good to see. It's a bit of a story for me, I have to say. I went through the main gate in the morning and they do the regular bag search. I had a bag with me. I had my cape and all in there. But obviously, I had microphones and recording equipment and stuff in there. <laughs> and the guy says to me, uh, excuse me, pal, what's all this? And he starts hooking all my mics and the cables and all out of the bag. And uh, I said, it's a microphone and that's a sound recorder. And he kind of, he called over his supervisor then. I thought, oh, here we go. I'm going to get in trouble here. And then somebody, don't know who it was still, so if you're listening to the podcast, thank you. Someone shouts over, there's my grab, yeah! Class. And the supervisor went, you're all right, on you. <laughs> Celebrity and you didn't and even realise it. it. So I had no didn't idea who that person was. didn't even have to mention he's one of the BBC. It's just their big round. No, that's <laughs> it. Because I just arrived, I hadn't got my pass on me. So, yeah, the, whoever that random person was shouting, does this think that Class. they didn't realise who Big Rap was? I, I mean, know. That's just shocking. But they were clearly <laughs> from Northern Ireland because I was waiting for them to say, you up the peelers. You <laughs> <laughs> know, it was one of them kind of years. So thank you to whoever that was. Or fantastic stuff. You got me through the gate and no bother at all. All right. On to, can I talk about drum salutes? Drum salutes seem to be more of a feature now each year at the World's and this year especially with the launch of the brand new British drum company drum, the Axial line and all of that, do you guys manage to see any drum salutes this year? Nope. I've seen some at the premiere, I missed the drum salute at the Axial stand, but it was in, and I was impressed with the drums and the bass and the new clip on, clip off. Never got yeah, to see it at all. Didn't get to see any, no. Well, again, I'm early morning, you're drum majors, then you're over for qualifying in grade two, then uh-huh. it's all sort of go grab some date, get a bit of a, a quick... Um, drink uh, India just so because so it was actually quite warm although mm, it was, one it was, day, it was yeah. quite warm uh, and you're playing and then you're into playing the final and you're sort of in final tuning for all of that and mm. once it's all over then you just want to go and sit down and the wandering <laughs> about bit doesn't happen I think uh, it's harder for yeah. competitors when you have uh, a straight final as Aaron says like we had the qualifier final last year you do lose your day basically but uh, I mean I'm there yeah. I'm there to compete to. so that, that yeah. does me and then I catch all the highlights on the Big Rap show on YouTube Facebook on YouTube and all of that <laughs> yeah so I don't know drum salutes seem to be a huge part of the world now like in previous years we might have got one where Jim Kilpatrick and the guys would have you know 
met together at the, at the premier tent. But now there seems to be a whole thing where we had Field Marshal giving a drum salute. We also had St. Lawrence. We had Boghall at the Adanti tent. We also had Scottish British, Power. Scottish Power and the British Drum Company guys. It seemed to be an endless conveyor belt of drum salutes. So is this now a new feature that we're going to be looking forward to every world? Well, do you I think? think? I think it comes down. It's to do with it's sponsorship promo, deals. Right? It's sponsorship well, deals yeah. and, and brand marketing for those those percussion companies. You know, yeah. Andante invests hmm. a lot highly um, in yeah. in Inverary and in SFU, SFU, and all of that. Yeah, and all, again, Premier uh, Evans. Mm-hmm. Dadria or whatever, you know, Stephen Crichton does an awful lot of of, of work with those products. And yeah. again, as, as his interviews that I've heard, you know, that it's showcasing the products. Mm-hmm. And again, maybe that's just the bands given back to those companies, you know, at, at a, at a, at a, on, a, on a main stage for them. Yeah, and it's showing it. here's what the product can do. So mm-hmm. it's it's only a good thing. Only, and again, if you're a drummer. Yeah. It's 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 welcomed. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe we'll start seeing it with with more. <laughs> maybe there'll be paper salutes coming uh, in at some point. Know. At some point in the future, and That's you'll be it. showcasing um, pipe manufacturers. I yeah. know that they, some of them had a few stands, but um, you know who knows. Come on over to the G One tent and get half an hour worth of pebrock. <laughs> <laughs> Lethal. <laughs> no. Yeah. You never know. It's a thing in the future, but it's, I think it's an interesting development of anything. So. Could well see more of this in the future in the world, so I don't know. I'll be watching that with interest. Now, shall we talk about the trading village? Shall we? This is kind of a load of people have been asking questions about this, emailing us in, asking us just what happened. Well, the trader village at the World Championships was non existent because of a number of things, and we still aren't 100% sure. Well, no, it, was, it was there, I think it was just the covered traders yeah. with the the smaller tents I think there was no issues with the major the major marquee style tents were there Mm -hmm. Um, but certainly the smaller sort of more 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 sort of gazebo style ones that that, that all the smaller traders and independent traders would have had there all those little white that. tents that would have been there I mean we've seen the controversy um, and all the stuff and and again Facebook went mad and this is a disgrace and people see they lost the run of themselves as usual and this is ridiculous and the RSPBA need to be told that this isn't on, it's a shambles and I want half my ticket price back. You know, these things happen. The RSPBA and Glasgow Life, who actually, the the actual organisation that runs the World Championships, Mm -hmm. you know, on behalf of the RSPBA, I mean, you know, I found this out and I know it's true, you know, they did their best, but they have to be responsible as as their insurances will be for the day. Yeah. And as from what we're told is that the weather was... And I mean, it was windy. I was standing in Arena 2 with a bass drum and I nearly lost it. So it was no, windy. It was gusty enough now. So maybe that was the call that had to be made. But there was still enough to do. Uh, and, mm. and, and things, you know, there was enough... I thought when they said there was no traders village that that whole left hand side where all of it was there was just going to be nothing. But yeah. no, there's, there was still pretty. There was Andante down there, there. There was the pizza place. There was a few things. Yeah. Mr. Anthony Capes was up in the top field. The Flint percussion were there. You know, there was enough round the place. When this did the traders get told? Sorry, can it turn Sorry. when did the traders get told? On the Friday. On the Friday, yeah. Uh, we were chatting to people like Akadabui Bagpipe Suppliers, and we also got chatting to the guys here at Essentially Nuts. Uh, 
who arrived on the Friday with all of their stock, all their staff with them to get everything set up, and they were turned away at the gate. And they were told, no, a health and safety officer has made a call, apparently, and the plug's been pulled. There's no trader village. Yeah, we can't set up tents. You can't set up your stall. Go home. Now, as you can imagine, I briefly mentioned this on my on-the-ground report last week's podcast. This could potentially be the ruination of a lot of these companies. Now, I know I've mentioned two there, but there was more than that. There was yeah. like charity organisations who were collecting even, money. Even the likes of Assy Musicals and all from home yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Companies like that. sell wee fudge things and like yeah. Yeah. wee shortbread, you know, like... Yeah, stuff. and that's I mean, a highlight for a lot of people. It is. Yeah, I know there's usually like an old quirky. How would you say like a? I don't know if it's Fizzit Scotland or whatever runs it, but they would do like mm. Iron Brew or Highland Cow aprons mm. and socks. You know, souvenir stuff. Yeah. 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 Souvenir yeah. Yeah. people from across yeah. the water. Yeah, I mean, one thing I think is most important to say is yes, there was all that controversy on Facebook, people losing their own themselves and blaming the RSPBA. I spoke to one of the officials who's on the board mm. and asked them just what's the crack you know with this you know these are coming in for flack and, and they explained it very very simply we found out as the RSPBA we found out at the same time that everybody else found out yeah Glasgow Life are in charge of this event and they have informed us as the, you know the, as the organisation that sort of governs the music side of things and, mm-hmm. and he says cry and shame but at the same time what can they do? So yeah, I don't no, think it's fair that, it. the, that the association was blamed for anything. And again, Glasgow Life have maybe had to make that call. We don't know. Um, they're responsible to the traders. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're not responsible to us as the public going in. You know, we're there for the World Pipeline Championships. And I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty much... These things that are added in extra, yes, they're a big part for certain people, but the main event of the day on the Friday stroke the Saturday Still went is, is well. the competition. And that mm-hmm. ran quite well, I must say. I mean, some I don't of, think there was any issues there. As Rob said, it might be the end all of some stalls. Some of them mightn't even reapply to come back next year. Exactly. The back of it too, like... It could essentially kill know. it off, yeah. But again, we don't know what Glasgow Life yeah. has maybe arranged, arranged independently with traders now. You know, the, now that dust, yeah. dust settled, they may help. They may help with that. Again, that's a decision for them, and yes. maybe not something that we need to really. I reckon if you draw bring out. Frank Mitchell to the words next year, you'll not have this problem. No, that's it. Hashtag Frank Mitchell. The weather was a bit windy. I mean, it was windy. Rab, you were there. It was, it was, it was. windy. It was yeah. a bit hard. So maybe it was maybe possibly the right call. It was nicer in the afternoon. It was. Um, yeah. But I put up a gazebo, <coughs> and we were responsible for that gazebo. Mm-hmm. And if that had had come down and, and hurt somebody, you know, our band would have been liable ah, for that. True, so true. we were putting that up at our own risk. Yeah. Um, and fair so play. A lot of those independent traders like essentially not actually set up their own stall then. Uh, I think they actually brought boxes of their own stock into the, the venue and sold it out of... Lower like, clade pipes and drums. Exactly, out of their own marquee. So... Shout out to the guys at Essentially Nuts. I'm glad that you guys still managed to sell some product on the day, far be it from the one that you kind of expected to set up on the day. And to other kind of manufacturers and businesses out there who did get denied a spot at this year's world, please don't be disheartened by this. We hope to see you come back next year because it is a large part for some people, this whole trade village, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to next year. And maybe lessons learned is that there maybe will be a contingency. That's it. I think you're right. And, And Glasgow Life and the RSPBA and all the different sponsors and stuff, mm. they'll maybe take that as a lesson learned this year 
and, and go away and debrief on it and see what they can do better for next year. And they maybe will have a contingency in place. Indeed. They may look at the contracts and, and different the tents for next year. You know, yeah. they, 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 that's, that's Like it. a bigger walking marquee. Absolutely, yeah, like, a, like a major marquee yeah. and things like that. I, I feel that it was just very unfortunate for the traders and very disappointing for them. Definitely, um, yeah. But you, at the same like, time, it's you can't really blame the weather on somebody, you know. No. As Aaron stated, like... Obviously, the association only found out the same time as the traders. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, so every, everybody again, was in, can't in the jump on that right bandwagon and, and so. shout at the association. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't control the weather yet. No, <laughs> they will someday. They will someday, hopefully. So, can I go round the table then on two final little bits then to close off this week's podcast? I want to first of all talk about the shocks for this 2019 World Championships. Have you any particular points that were a big shock? To you for 2019. We'll start with yourself, Scott. Any particular you thought? Put me in the spot here. Uh, yeah. I'm going to shine a light in their face. You will talk. Any particular shocking moments? I can't actually think. I've got one now. I'll kick Go us off. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll kick us off and give you a bit of a flavour of what I mean. Uh, one of the shocks actually was Hawthorne Pipe Band not managing to qualify, even though I had kind of chosen them as being my own particular pick. The reason why I thought it was a bit of a shock is because I heard all the footage of them and stuff online. I actually heard them, the recordings from them on Buchanan Street as well. They sounded great, but for some reason didn't make it through. And, but I think they actually won the drumming in their qualifying group. So shout out to Stephen and the guys. That's not a bad result at all. Uh, but I hope this is not the last we've seen of Hawthorne. I hope we do see them back in another future worlds. Don't let this put you off, guys. Uh, but, yeah, very incredibly tough group to get through. And that puts me onto another bit of a topic that's kind of a side point. Um, someone had raised it in the Rab Show uh, emails that grade two groupings were a little bit unfair. They talked about one group was very heavily laden with international bands and the other group wasn't. The group number two, I think it was, was all bands based in the UK and Ireland. And group one was all like bands from Australia, all around the world, the US, etc. Do you guys think that there's maybe scope for having the draw for all grades, not just grade two, but having the draw kind of televised or live streamed in some way? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, even if they don't through the association, through yourself. And yeah, like, or brought apart. Yeah, brought apart. I mean, we've said this bring before. Bringing in. media partners, yeah. you know, mm. instead of the controversy over the whole live streaming gate, let's not go into that no, one. No, that's another but, topic. You know, engage <laughs> partners within it and, yeah. and make it uh, an open um, channel. There, mm-hmm. the association has its own social media platforms, mm-hmm. and, and they it have has. Facebook, they have. They and, have a website. YouTube. Yeah. And with, <laughs> Again, not to be controversial, but with all the money that's in the bank, you know, we could invest a small amount of that into some technology. I mean, it's coming into 2020. Mm -hmm. You know, openness and fairness. And you know what? I'm not saying that there's anybody is doing anything wrong. If there is anything, but then what this would do is then it it just settles the argument. Then everybody sees it and nobody can then ever attack the association because I'm fed up looking at social media and every time something comes out about this, that, other. Mm. People just go on the rampage and attack yes. and become slight keyboard warriors against the association. And actually, they don't even take the time to read the articles or yeah. or to look at the full story. You never just jump on and the just bandwagon. Just read the head. And, That's it. and it's easy enough just to attack the association. Mm. 
mm-hmm. uh, you know, the management of the association. Whereas actually, if you engage and talk and find out things, They'll and that there was openness and transparency, which I, I think yeah. we're all getting better at. I think across mm-hmm. the board, everybody is getting better at it. Um, then that will settle the argument, and it's like don't don't make it. Let's not make things difficult for uh-huh. ourselves. Let's just embrace technology. The reason why Put I it thought out there, about it. live stream it and just say, yeah. here's, here's the draw. We're Remove making the draw today it. for it. Mm-hmm. They're doing it anyway. So why set up not? a camera on a wee tripod and Facebook Live, and then everybody can tune in for those. You know, we're all sitting. You know, it's one of your favourite days of the year is Love waiting it. to see when the draws come out yeah. and, and, and your reaction then is to the draw. You do your own Facebook whole, Live on it. Yeah, yeah. That was a full-time job and, and another full-time job doing Big Rab Show. It is, I. But, you know, I mean, it, maybe that's where we could bring in a bit of technology very simply yeah. and then, you know, that would maybe put people at ease. And Remove then, any controversy. I think the groups for, for grade two, the qualifiers, there's always controversy about qualifiers. You know, Klaus Kelp was in one of those qualifiers. Mm-hmm. We took it as it is, and as what we said was, we're not worried about other bands. We're there to do our thing. Worry about yourselves, yeah. And we don't have time to worry about everybody else. We'll go in and give our performance, and we'll we'll go with that. That's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we will try and do our best in the arena rather that's than it. anything else. So, no, that's it. I thought that was an interesting email, all the same. So I did think uh, I think events such as Pipe Idol and things like that uh, for Pipe and Live, they're live streamed. The draws of who's playing when, or the International Quartets, actually, I think is the one that's live streamed in the draw as well. So yeah, I even, think it's something RSPBA could possibly look at. Even for, some of the events themselves are live streamed. Yeah, exactly. Pipe and Live. Hey, live streaming is another animal altogether. That's a whole new podcast, there, Scott. All right, let's fly on. That was my shock then. I think the Hawthorne, a bit of a shock for me to get through. Commiserations, guys, but I hope to see you back again. Any other shocks around the table? I thought of a shock. It's a shock in a way, but not. It's as in, as I said earlier, when we were talking in regards to Capital Youth, Pipe Man hmm. from America, you don't know what to expect sometimes. Uh, obviously, sometimes you like to um, take a braver as such and step away from the main arenas. Mm-hmm. I was sitting having my lunch uh, beside the People's Palace at the fountain, and I remember just turning to my partner and saying to her, Oh my God, who's that? Like, that sounds amazing. And it turned out to be Pipe Band Club from Australia. Oh, wow. Uh, playing yeah. in the final, and it was class. Even they sounded great, though. When we practiced on the Friday, when we landed, we had been practicing in we Church Hall up Suki Hall Street. Aye. There was a band in before us, well, drum corps of a band, and when we got up, I just had to go and sit at the window and watch them. It turned out to be LA Scots. Ah. And they were pretty impressive too. There you go. Shout out for those two bands, definitely. Okay, round the table. Andrew, Alicia, anybody else got any more shocks? Just uh, point that mic at you there, boss. I ran out of days on the way back to the boat. I was hitting in the red and then... Oh no! But oh, I, I, I ended up finding this year we... <laughs> Uh, like it's one of these things like uh, you put the set now let's get a wee reroute here to get into the closest the nearest phone station yeah. went, went to that there it was in the middle of nowhere really and I took me off the main road down to Stranraer oh. and then oh, no. and then took me to an hour one that was closed so uh, I was stopped and there was this here really nice pedestrian there like uh, it can't beat just the old fashioned just asking somebody and Aye. actually Led us, they got in the car and said, Follow me, brought us to a 24 hour oh, sort of brilliant. thing. Like, so, there you go, thank, thank you, you to Stranger. Vote. There you go, <clears throat> superb. 
Aye, both times. You didn't make it? You, did, you, did, made the you boat, got there, yeah. I, I was there five months before. Closing. No way. Yeah. Five months? That's yeah. awesome. I don't think anybody will beat that for a shot. No, that's a good one, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> I thought mine was going to be bad. Yeah. I think the shock for me this year was because I couldn't make the Worlds, I had another engagement. Um, hmm. So I never got over, but just... Um, anticipating and waiting on that text message to come through from all your you know friends to say yes we've done really well or I'm happy with my run or I'm content mm-hmm. you know and then they obviously hit there's really bad reception at the world as we well know yeah. so trying to get a video of their performance through to have a wee look just so it reassured me um that was a wee bit of a shock because I didn't really think I maybe would have been Missing it as much? As much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a regret probably that I wasn't there. And the other thing is then watching it live stream. When you're there and you're waiting, yes, the bands are walking in, but there's kind of a continuous. But when you're sitting at home on the sofa <laughs> watching it, you're like, <laughs> for flip's sake, just form up and walk in. <laughs> Do you know, for yeah. somebody spectating, watching it um, live stream, oh, it's powerful long. Like, and you're just like... Yeah. Stop celebrating, just go up and get your prize so we hear the next result, you know, that that is just the way it is. You're waiting to hear the next result and the next result. So for me, that was a big surprise this year that actually I still really wanted to be there and unfortunately, just with circumstances, I couldn't um, this year, but yeah. you never know. I'll be there next year, maybe. There you go. Aaron, what about yourself, man? Have you got a particular shock or anything? Personally, yeah. I think the biggest shock was that I survived World's Week. <laughs> <laughs> Coming through um, drumming for drinks and all of yeah, that, mate. Yeah. Not to, to not to go over <laughs> it again, but I have my own health issues at the moment. Um mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to be taking it easy. Um It was a heavy week. It was oh, a heavy was. week. Now yeah. not heavy with alcohol. I, I did partake in a few beverages <laughs> at a few points, but again, um it was nice, relaxed wells for me this year. Um mm. was able to spend time with Friends was able to spend time doing drumming for drinks and uh, meeting people. The shocking thing for me, I would say, and for most people, was probably whenever I arrived up on was it the Friday morning? I arrived up on a bike (laughs) up Buchanan Street. I rented out the Belfast, not the Belfast bikes, sorry. The Glasgow bikes. bikes Because the same as the the Coca Cola Zero Belfast bikes, which I used to use just to get from the train station to work. Mm -hmm. Um, So they were right outside where we were staying. I thought, I'll pop on this and off me and Rory cycles up into Glasgow, which was actually quite good because there's some cycle routes. But there's cycle boxes at all the junctions, so and and it's actually easier to cycle the routes rather than drive them because of the one-way systems in place. Uh, but I think that was a big shock, possibly for for James, Emma, Lauren, and Jason. Whenever I arrived up, there was a few no. Snapchats of that. <laughs> um, was, <yeah>. But I <laughs> did a lot of cycling, um, which was very good to see Glasgow from a bike. And I recommend anybody next year jump on. Those bikes, they were not dear. I was able to get up and down to the green each day with them. Um, there you go. But my biggest shock, really, as I say, was probably just the, the, the how relaxed the whole experience was. Yeah. Although there was a lot going on, it was remembered to enjoy it. There you go, exactly. And for me, that's not usually. Usually I'm the one that's going a bit mad. And Friday <laughs> was a bit mad trying to get marquees organised and tickets and things like that. And I was close to losing it at one part, oh, but no. I had... Uh, I had, Rory, well, I had Rory there to keep me sane, <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. 
So, can we ask the big question that everyone seems to be asking me all the time when we talk about Worlds, is the two-day format for Grade 1. Do you guys think that the two-day format that we had this year worked, or did it not? What do you think? In my own personal take, I, as I said to you before we started recording, the way I look at it is, it's level pegging. So, right. it gives the likes of the foreign field bands from New Zealand, America, that obviously moisture control we're used to the rain here in scotland like so yeah different setup it gives you more time to set up mm-hmm. and obviously if you only had the friday to go as we've seen last year most of the new zealand bands didn't qualify so you don't get the feel of the saturday whereas they no, obviously got the hard. feel of it this year yeah, yeah. So. i i enjoyed that part that that you were able to also um you know as spectators they were able to see each band's performance one after another That's because true. there was the lower entry in grade one mm-hmm. Um, as we spoke about, I think on the last one, or we were spoken um, just off air about it, Rab, mm-hmm. was you know the association was put in a position, and I think they had to make that choice. It has to possibly remain as a two-day event because the guideline rule that was passed through the nice channels and it oh, was passed yes. was that Grade One bands have to play their full repertoire at the World Championships. The yeah. So that is two MSRs and two medleys. Mm-hmm. To ask the Grade 1 bands to play four times in one day, I think that would be incredibly hard. It's hard enough sometimes playing two, you know, and with weather and stuff, you know, those Grade 1 pipe majors are up against it sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why they have to split over those two days, so that we are following one rule and we're also satisfying another. (laughs) So again, it could be you'll get the the Tin Hat Brigade that'll say it's all about money, but I mean, I really don't see how it is because the Friday ticket prices are very, very little. They're not much now. They're not much. And again, there's not as much goes on on the Friday. If you're a real pipe band enthusiast, you will be there to watch your favourite bands competing. And for for the likes of of other graded bands, it gives us a chance to actually go and be able to see the grade one bands in action without the worry that two are on at the same time in Arena 1 and Arena 2. Yeah, and you miss them. Which previously... Um, I think um, the two-day event's good, but I think really what I think we really need more is that we need more coverage of it. Well, there you go. That's another argument in itself. People have been saying that that's one of their biggest shocks is that us and the Rab Show have not been allowed to live stream on it. We work all year and we're not allowed near the big game. But well, that's, that's again, not new. That's, a, that's, a, that's been no, the case for years. And again, that you know? opens up that conversation into, yes, the, the, the BBC and Scotland have the rights for, for grade one. Yes. But nobody's covering grades two this yeah. year and down. Yeah. I, I think the RSPBA recorded the two and put them on their YouTube channel. But nobody's mm. covering drum majors. I actually nobody's covering the, the, the lower grade. I mean, you've got bands coming from America into grade 4A. Mm. All their people are back home wanting to see it and they see nothing. Yeah. I think you know? that's maybe something that the RSPBA could look at as in you've got the likes of yourself as a kind of like mm. a stakeholder and that you would get drawn... A grade, you maybe get the drum majors one year, you maybe yeah. get grade 3A or whatever, um, and use, yeah. Cover it, use yeah. your skills to benefit everybody. We love pipe bands you know, there as well, yeah. and Barbara and yeah. Mark do a great job, so they could be in the mix and submit. You know, we there anyway. They draw it so, for you know, maybe yeah. wouldn't be. maybe they would want to witness stuff themselves, but you know yourself... If, you, if you've got the people that want to bring it to everybody else, draw them out and say, you can do this, and trust your stakeholders and your partners 
you will only do this. Aye, and, and that would be it. Don't go to that because the BBC has the big bit. The big, and that's yeah. perfectly understandable. Mm. I mean, that, that's the, you, the British say, Broadcasting <coughs> Corporation, you know, they, they have all the resources and they're championing, they're public funded. So they're bringing our art form to the public and yes. that's, it's good. They are. As Aaron says, with the foreign bands, like it, if you went and videoed the likes of, yes, people want to see grade one, but BBC mm. obviously live streams it, but you take the likes of Sri Daz Mesh, we had Belgian Blend, a couple of different bands, the likes yeah. of one, you're great. And then you've music. all the drum majors as well. All the drum and, majors and mm-hmm. the different, like, sometimes it's, you it's want sh- to be able to see that. As you said earlier, too, Definitely. I should, uh, used the Royal Army Omen last year and it's completely different to what you're used to showing that different culture where you're not yeah. usually thinking mm-hmm. well I didn't know there was a Scottish roots to their type yeah. thing you know? again technology can play a big part mm-hmm. the RSPBA can do a lot of this and control a lot of this themselves so that they can govern it mm-hmm. but what they can do then is bring in partners multicultural so that maybe the big rab show is not putting it out yeah. on their channel but they're doing the stuff on behalf of the RSPBA through their YouTube yeah. channels or whatever, and, yeah. and yeah. you know that's you know because if people yeah. willing to do it, it's not really going to be a big cost. No, and as long as things are, and there's terms of reference signed up to, and everybody knows these are what you can't do this and you can't do it, people will be on board for that, and it just brings the art form even further. So you can chat to Andy. You, you know what the messages are like in the day of the world, even like a couple of days before, yeah. we had people around the world saying, hello, my wee Johnny's playing on a pipe band for the first time, he's going to Glasgow, he's travelling from Canada, Switzerland, wherever, and we, we can't do anything, and it's, it's heartbreaking, you know, we can't even film it and then put it up after the fact, people have been asking us about that as well, but no, it's a complete blanket ban, we're not allowed to film anything. But, Andrew, do you think, uh, you do a lot of our live streaming, do you think if we were allowed to switch the cameras on at the Worlds, do you think that would be possible? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know a, for me, I'm, I'm a busy huge, playing. Exactly, yeah. so that's it. A lot of us in the Rapture team are playing at the minute. I think Deej is part of Olipool, you're obviously with the lagging. We have Stephen as well as part of uh, Royal Borough Sternan. We have Aaron as well, based on with the mighty Klaus Kelt. Tyler. So, Exactly, and Tyler as well. So we're all players, apart from me. And whenever I'm there, I'm working with the BBC. So I'm I've joined the dark side. Kind of thing. All the times of Texas are going to make the journey next year. I see. <laughs> oh, don't even talk to me. Yeah. See, since I, I told people that I'm going to start playing again on last week's podcast, the amount of messages that come in has been great. So thank you, everyone has emailed in. And uh, so far, it's the Stone Mountain Highland Games, and that's oh, that's all far I'm looking. <laughs> so far. That's, stop it, that's all far I'm looking So far <laughs> Watch this space oh, But you know, I'm just enjoying being back playing again it's, it's good fun, I'm enjoying it But yeah, who knows If we could switch the cameras on at next year's Worlds Yeah, we'll, we'll try and work something Broadcasting on rights, but we'll, That's another story It is another story altogether And we'll leave that for another podcast Guys around the table, thank you so much for joining me again For doing a Worlds wrap up It's been great having you have you all enjoyed your podcast experience? What do you think of this? I'll carry on. That's my third one this year. I'm getting used to it. You are getting used to this, <laughs> yeah. Scott now. Aye. Even, even if there's interviews, the band, just like kind of... Yeah. The likes of the, likes of the Louise's Night and Five Mile Town, the band was like, Rob needs someone for an interview. I was like, Andrew, no problem. Because nobody else, nobody's like, I'll do it. I'm just like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gob, I'll do it. <laughs> I, am, I know I'm kind of biased as a member of the team and yeah. working alongside you, Rob, but mm. again... 
it wouldn't be a wrap-up if we didn't thank you for your massive contribution to the yeah. pipe band fraternity. Yeah. Uh, the world over, thank not just guys. here in Northern Ireland, but That's the world over, people, <laughs> people tuning in every week for the live show. I mean, you've seen the day that the live stream wouldn't work from Fuse and the amount of Oh, hassle it was, it was the insane. podcast is there but also just the social media because that's where all the well, news was coming through <laughs> and it meant that you don't have to go looking Aye. everywhere for it it's all in one central place so that's a true. big thank you thank for all you the guys. hard work Rob, that you do throughout the year you can can I just say I'm so glad it's a big grab show and not the iron show <laughs> <laughs> there you go she's walking home <laughs> There you go, folks. That's our world wrap-up. If you have any comments and such, then please drop us an email at bigrabshow at gmail.com. We'll bring them all to next week's episode, which is a bit of a special. <coughs> We're going to the Scottish Park concert and all the backstage stuff, chatting to those guys, and then all of our interviews and coverage from Drummond for Drinks which happened weeks ago, but we're bringing you all of that on next week's podcast, plus all of your listener mail and all of that goodness. Yeah, all on next week's show. Well, from everyone here in the mighty Tully Lag and Ban Hall again, thanks for having us. Thank you very much. And yeah, we'll see you all again next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your merch and to be kept up to date with all the news, views and chat throughout the week. Also, check us out on Patreon and become some of the Patreon faithful for loads of extra content for just $5 a month. Until next time, guys, thanks for checking out the Rab Show podcast and we'll see you all next week. All the best. <laughs>